would you allow your child to be injected? In I was like, I almost said impregnated. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the right word. Uh, injected with a microchip to help them, Dan, uh, to learn, problem solve. It's going to make school a hundred times easier. Would and, you? And if you don't, your child is going to be put in the slow class. Exactly. So, and he's not going to be eligible for university. Exactly. And he has to be at the back of the line for scholarships. I mean, th th there's all kinds of implications that fall out of your refusal that we have to be aware of. So you get your social, what, what's that, that score, your social score up? What oh, was so, that? Cre no, social credit score? Social credit score. Yeah. Because those are coming. That's at least that's the, the trajectory of humanity is heading towards that. So so but the you know, yes, all of these wonderful things that can happen with this microchip in your brain, but the also the question I have is does this mean that your brain is hackable? Are you able now are people able to let hack something in your brain to make you think things? Mm -hmm. So I mean this you, you take you take the this the benefits of it, mm -hmm. and then there's also the dangers yeah. of it. Can they lower your resistance with it? Can they make you more compliant? Mm. Can they make you more curious? Can they make you more creative? Mm. Can they enhance or lower sex drives? Right. I mean, yeah. there's all yeah. kinds of things that they can, can they do. decrease your will. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, thumbs up, thumbs down. Well, I've just talked myself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping a, for the great reset I'm a, before. <laughs> I'm a major thumbs down guy on this because I believe this is a way by which um, it, I, I don't ever want to put myself at risk at, at giving up my autonomy as a human being. Yeah. And, and, I, and I agree I, fully with that. Here's, here's my question, though. Do you think your kids would be as resistant to it as you are? No. And do you think your grandkids would be as resistant no. to it? No. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think they're pro purely going to, again, go back to what I said last episode. They're going to look at this convenience- they will they will lay down their rights for in freedom for convenience and ease. So in terms of progression of humanity, even if you resist, it's only just a matter of forty years, maybe eighty years before everyone will. Yeah, yeah. everybody falls in. Now I will become Amish if this becomes the norm. I will start my own commune. I live in Lincoln County. We'll find about two hundred acres, and we will go there, people. <laughs> And I believe you. <laughs> I just need a, I need a, You've been I need wondering a, where he's going to find a, some goats. I need a doctor. <laughs> I need... <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm serious, man. This kind of stuff freaks me out. All right. Uh, <laughs> number four. Here's the fourth transhumanist uh, area that they're working on. Life, extent, life extension. Transhumanists aim to extend human lifespan, improve health through medical advancements. This includes research into regenerative medicine, nanotechnology-based therapies, and anti-aging interventions. I mean, Dan, they are thinking about injecting or putting in you, I mean, because now they, through the head of a needle, they can put a microchip. Imagine, imagine, Dan, they say, hey, we're going to inject you with some nano machines, and it's going to completely clean up your arteries. Mm -hmm. Yes or no? Do you do it? Well, to some extent, I've had it done. Uh, and it wasn't through a machine, but it was through an artificial stent. So I've mm. allowed them to, you know, to, to go in. Yeah. And would I do it? I probably would if, you know, at that level, it's not going to change the way I think, but it'll change the way I function. So thumbs up or th life extension, li thumbs up or thumbs down? I have, you know, I have a hard time <laughs> in anything that takes away God's sovereign authority in my life. And no, nobody can do that. Right. You know, uh, and you have to ask yourself, well, then why am I taking pills? 
Right. Yeah. You know, so I, I I'm going to give a modified yes on this one. Yes. Just okay. A, res- a reserved yes. I I give a reserved yes. I I think that there's some idea of, um, this idea of regenerative medicine, anti-aging interventions. I think there's only so much they can do. I think again, this is kind of trying to erase the the curse of the fall and death that yeah. that that we have on us as humans. But there's only so much they can do, I, I believe, at this point. Yeah, and it would have to be more than extending my life. It'd have to be improving the quality of my life that was extended. Yeah. Because, if, you know, knowing how I'm aging at this point and seeing the progression of that, I don't want to live to be 120 and, to, you know, be wrapped in a blanket sitting in a wheelchair <laughs> I don't somewhere. want to live to be 120. I don't. I don't. You know, yeah. but if I feel like I do now at 120, I'm, I'm down. You know, I, I, I love my life. I love traveling. <laughs> I've got things to do. So a lot of it depends on on that. Yeah. But I think also we have to appreciate the fact that ultimately we have an appointment with God. Yeah. It's not going to erase the the issue of death because we can't. I mean, God, no, it's a curse. It's there. One of the things that God said in the book of uh, in Genesis after the flood was He said, "All right, the lifespan of man is going to be about 120 years," which means. If we do everything right, we're going to live about 120 years old. And that's good genes, eating healthy, no Post-flood. ecological, biological, no war. You know what I mean? Like we ha- humans have the capacity. I-, I have a hard time thinking if God has hardwired that, that we're ev- ever going to be able to overcome that barrier. Yeah, because there's so. another passage that talks about three score and 10. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, so are you going to get to the one where it talks about being able to transfer our consciousness? Yeah. Is that, is that one yeah, of them? Yeah, coming okay. up. Okay. I just didn't know. You're getting antsy on me, Dan. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> want to make sure we were going to cover it. All right. Because if not, I was going to jump in. Okay. So but I'll stop jumping in. So now. I think four, that's the one we've given thumbs up on, right? That's the first one we've given a full. That's a, that's fullest. a, we both had modified life extent, both number four. Okay. Number five, virtual reality and simulation. Transhumanists are interested in an immersive, virtual reality and simulation technologies that can enhance human experiences and provide new avenues for learning, exploration, and personal growth. So Dan, all you need to do is is put those goggles on every day, go to your job, go visit Ireland. I mean, you will experience life to its fullest in the metaverse. Yeah. And this is so complicated because part of me says, Absolutely. Would I like to go back in time and have a conversation with George Washington? Totally. Yeah. You know, I would. Would I like to be able to go places in the world that I'll never be? Yes. Um, do I think this is appropriate way for uh, sexual expression? Absolutely not. Right. Right. And there's some that make the argument. Well, if you you know if you let them immerse themselves in a metaverse where there is no bounds of morality and people can act out on their more base impulses like um, pedophiles, I will not call them minor attracted persons. Right. Um, then that way they won't be less, they'll be less oh, likely no, to do it in no, person, no, 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 you know, no, no, well, but that's, that's where it, happen. that's where it leads. Yeah. And that's where I'm concerned. And then we already see it now with, you know, them making movies of people that are not consenting to make movies, you know, but right. that shows their images. Right. So, so all of these have caveats. Uh, yeah. I, I would, I would do a, if, if the, the dial of thumbs up, thumbs down, this would be a. You know, I would say if thumbs down was 180 degrees down this way, this is probably like 135 degrees down, it's, it down right? Southwest, it's heading like, I'm not, it's not a full thumbs down because I, I do think that there's probably some, yeah, I would love to go visit some places in the world, put some goggles on and, and see some things. I think that's, that's a cool thing to do, but I think the potential for harm, I mean, you've got, you've got stories or books like 
Ready Player One, which were which were again they're science fiction. But p- what ha- what can happen is people want to live in their virtual world more than they live in the real world, and I think that's the danger. Is we see this already with kids and people in front with their devices saying this the the digital world is more important to me than what's happening out here. So I just think that you know I'm I'm I think there are some very small percentage of things that I think are okay for virtual reality and simulation, but I'm not, not for, not for this idea of I'm going to live in this world. Yeah. The, the other thing I'm concerned about, and I think it's revealing itself right now, is that we're seeing huge numbers of mental health issues based on the fact that kids are immersing themselves in this technology at this level. Yeah. So if they can get attended, or get get addicted, and and have mental health ramifications to Nintendo and, and mm-hmm. PS whatever number it is now, s- certainly if you were to put on goggles and start experiencing, I mean I've watched you know YouTube videos of kids hurting themselves mm-hmm. accidentally, right. you know playing with with goggles on. Mm-hmm. So I think there's if I think there's some ramifications that we have yet to discover. Right, absolutely. All right. Here we go, Dan. Number six, mind uploading. Transhumanists contemplate the possibility of uploading human consciousness into digital form, effectively transferring a person's mind into a computer or synthetic body. This idea raises questions about identity, continuity of consciousness, and the potential for virtual immortality. So I don't know whether you know this or not, but there, you know, like you said, television art is often ahead. There is a television show on Amazon hmm. upright. Uh, 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 what do they call it? What do we have to be? Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. It's called Upload. Okay. And it deals with this very topic. Really? Where you can live a beyond in consciousness <clears throat> in virtual reality. Hmm. And even in this this TV show, you pay for the, like you can stay in the deluxe suite if you paid this much money upon death and your family pays a monthly fee or you're in the bottom or you're in, you mm. know, you get so many Hmm. bits per month you know it's very interesting i i just don't think that i'll I'll be honest with you i don't think we're ever going to get here i think that they can create a false sense like for for example i think we'll probably we're probably a few years away of um you being able like they'll be able to create a program for you to they'll they'll listen to you talk you you make an upload videos of yourself they'll follow you around for maybe you know, for however long you want, they'll look at your photos. They'll look at things that you've written. They'll, um, they'll, the AI program will be a student of you. You might be able to just walk around and then hear you talk for a month. And what they'll do is they'll create a digital form of you that anytime that after you pass away, that you want to talk with uncle Joe or Dan Burrell, I put on my goggles and I go visit, I want to visit Dan Burrell and they, from your past history, and I ask you questions, they'll be able to interact with a simulated version well, of you. you. I don't know whether you know this. They've already, they do have that now in, in an AI form. And it's they're using it to provide closure to people who have sudden deaths hmm. uh, for the so survivors. So you can go talk to your father who was killed in a car wreck and he can provide you with some level of comfort. But how, I mean, I would like to see that version right now. I'm just saying it's going to be, it, if this is beta version, I think it's going to be really, I think within five years it's going to feel like lifelike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I those those are the kinds of things that we're I don't believe I think consciousness is related to our soul. So therefore when we die, we're not going to be able to upload our consciousness to a computer. I just don't think that's possible. I agree. I agree. But what do you think about the mind uploading for people to experience their relatives for 
forever. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm a thumbs down on that. I don't think it. I don't think it is spiritually uh, and emotionally healthy to no, do so. No, I don't either. At the same time, would I like them to have preserved the knowledge of a hawking? Hmm. Uh, would I? Would I like for them to have preserved the dastardliness of a Hitler so that we can study what made him hmm. the awful person he is? So there are some cases where I think it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that the upsides, um, outweigh the negatives. Yeah, the positives don't outweigh the negatives. I'm a huge thumbs down person on this. I just think that you are getting, you're playing God with this one. Mm -hmm. God, if God wants life and death to happen, you will, you will, what I believe will happen is you will prolong the grief that people really have and you will mess with people's minds and you talk about emotional issues people are going to have. It's going to be... I think you're... Yeah, the, the old guy that goes and visits his wife at the cemetery once a week suddenly is talking to her all day long every day, and he never moves it's, away from it's, that. Yeah. It's just a, it's a Pandora's box I don't want to even think about. So, okay, we're both thumbs down on mind uploading. Um, last one, artificial general intelligence. Transhumanists discuss the development of advanced artificial intelligence systems that could surpass human intelligence and contribute to the enhancement of human capabilities. They explore the potential benefits and risks associated with with artificial general intelligence and advocate for its responsible development. This is what's happening right now. Yeah. I mean, this, 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 this train has left the state. This is the idea of trying to develop the best AI system, the best algorithm, the, you know, the smartest, whatever it is, that's what we're going for right now. And, and, and I don't think that there's anything you and I can say or do. We just have to realize there's a, the train has left the station. We just pray to God it doesn't run it over or run into anything, yep. right? Yeah, and that's where I think, you know, just raising the awareness of the general population. You know, one of my concerns that, you know, much of higher education has become deeply involved in indoctrination is that they are systematically shutting out future voices of caution mm. based on rational and theological arguments because you cannot succeed. You will not get the promotions. You will not even get job offers unless you have the right social credit score or unless Mm -hmm. you have the, unless you have the right resume, unless you've been able to go to the right colleges and universities. And, and then again, you create, and this is one of the dangers of transhumanism that I wrote down is you create these uh, artificially designed uh, categories and classes of people um, that go back to Animal Farm, you know, two mm. legs, two legs good, four legs better, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, so you get you get to is it four legs. I can't remember which of the you know the line, but that that's one of the intrinsic dangers of it yeah. is that they they always shoot for equality, and there's never going to be equality. It, every time you shoot for equality, you end up with a class system. Yep. That's just every hu- time. Every the human examples of this are are countless. So yeah. So I, you know when I, when we go back and look at you know concerns, I think the concerns are the impact it has on how we reproduce ourselves. Yep. Uh, because it can lead uh, lead to you know uh, artificial reproduction, yep. manipulated procreation, mm-hmm. eugenics. Yes. Um, Pretty I, scary. It ends the you know the nuclear family. Mm. Um, and, and I don't think that's good for civilization. Right. It's something that God created. That's right. The, the third thing is it requires artificially designed standards for morality and ethics mm. outside of God. 
the fourth thing is it eventually erases diversity. Mm. You, you, mm. you lose gender and That's eventually good. you lose race because race causes divisions. We don't like division, so let's eliminate race. Mm. And so they can create a mishmash yeah. of all the races. And then there is this creation of the social inequalities that are related to the class system that it's going to create. Mm. You know, Bill Gates is an example of this. And Bill, Bill Gates, you know, multi-multi-billionaire. And he's wanted to use his money in ways that changes mankind. And he's tried to eliminate malaria and, uh, you know, TB and different things. But he said this. He said, it seems pretty egocentric centric, while we still have malaria, malaria and TB for rich people to fund things so that they can live longer. Mm. Um, and, you know, he wants to be the both and guy. I want to be able to live longer, but I also want to eliminate TB and malaria. Yeah. Oh, and he also wants to be able to uh, cheat on his wife and have affairs with all kinds of <laughs> movie starlets. But, well, but, you know, just throw that in there. <laughs> I'd say there's one other area, and that is this. Ultimately, you know what happens whenever we produce something because we have a fallen sin nature is we become more efficient in the way we kill other people. Mm. We, yeah, we that, and I wouldn't just say that we become more proficient in all depravity. In all depravity, yeah, yeah yes, absolutely. Yeah. But w- when you stop and think, many of the inventions that we commonly use today, things like computers, nuclear power, um, tracked vehicles, flashlights, jet engines, uh, air traffic control, radar, uh, radio, uh, synthetic rubber and oil, uh, drones, all of these began in an effort to be more efficient at the way you kill people in war. That's 100%. They were created by the military complex. That's right. And then they found civilian applications for them. And So that makes me, if these are all coming out, <laughs> what is going on in the in the labs that we, that are creating this that we know nothing about? I know. It's kind of scary when you think about these kinds of things. We, we've, we've, we're on the deep, I mean, we we typically deal with a lot of, you know, churchy things, mm-hmm. Christ, you know, pr- primarily Christian things. But this issue, this this new continent, like I mentioned in the very first episode that, that humanity is walking upon, I think that we as Christians have to maintain our, our spiritual sensitivity and our moral footing, or else we will be, get swept away mm-hmm. with the, the zeitgeist mm-hmm. of, of the age. Um, I, I just think that we've got to make sure, I, I think there's, it's worth having one more conversation. I'd like to tap some loose ends because I think there's a couple other issues I want us to talk about, um, next episode. But to me, at the end of the day, this transhumanism conversation really come, boils down to, do I trust the parameters that God has given humanity or do I say, no, God, I want to. I want to do what I want to do, and that's that's really at the root of all these things. I, yes, are there potentially good things that we can do with technology? Yes, but what is the heart behind a lot of these things? Yeah. It's to to, to unshackle ourselves from the authority of God, yeah. and that to me is at the at the base. That's the fundamental problem that I have with a lot of these. And issues. even people who deny the existence of God see the danger of where we're headed, and they're saying, "Let's tap the brakes." Yeah. They're saying, yeah. this is, I mean, the guy from Google resigned the other day. Right. And and his basic line is, we're moving so fast, I can't remain in my role and warn you. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we need, we need to, uh, to really evaluate this, um, before we, we force God's hand on Yeah. It. And I really believe that, that God won't, God is sovereign over all. I can't tell you what God's going to do. I just know this. There's been plenty of times when God saw the evil of humanity and the wickedness and the plans of men and said, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And 
He has a, I, don't fear the great reset of man. I wouldn't even say don't fear the great reset of God. Just understand that God, God laughs at the plans of humanity. And, and so I think those are the things we hold on to. Don't get scared. Don't be fearful. Um, just know that God is, is, is the great equalizer of all things at the end of the day and his glory will remain. This has been a fascinating conversation. I hope this we've made you think. I hope we've made you wrestle with some of these things and to, to say, what, what would I do in that situation? I think these are all things that drive us to the Word of God. They drive us to Jesus. They drive us to a transcendent spiritual salvation and human salvation that we all need through Jesus Christ. And I hope that that, that encourages you uh, however you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this. So thanks again for joining us on Life Talks. Dan and I will be here. We're not going to upload ourselves <laughs> so you can listen to Life Talks <laughs> infinitely. That one day there will be the final Life Talks. Oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> I hope it's not this one. It won't. Thank you so much for joining us on Life Talks. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to Life Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well, so leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed. The Ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina. For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit LifeCharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.